You are listening to a Mentally Strong Choice Mapping Interview. I am your host, Dr. B, a doctoral-prepared psychiatric mental health nurse practitioner with over 20 years of clinical experience. But my real expertise comes from the fact that I have experienced and continue to experience unimaginable hardship. To empower others, I created Choice Mapping, a do-it-yourself cognitive behavioral approach for anyone to confidently say, I am mentally strong. Good day, Dr. B here. I have a guest um, here to share in her Choice Mapping journey. Um, We'll just... uh, Start with asking you how you're doing today. I'm doing well, thank you. How are you? I'm I'm good. So let's start by having you tell me a little bit about what was going on when you thought uh, you needed to choice map. So um, I was feeling really overwhelmed. I was about to go out of town. Uh, my boyfriend um, struggles with alcohol addiction, and um, he'd only been sober for three months. And uh, so I was really nervous about that. I was taking my young daughter with me. She's three. Um, nervous about just traveling with her. And it's getting a little overwhelming. <laughs> so I decided to choice map. Okay. Perfect. So what was the central um, thought that, that came up that you mapped? Central thought was worried. Okay. And what specifically made you worried? You told us a little bit about your boyfriend. Um, but what specifically about that? Um, so when we went through therapy a few months ago, um, I, it came up and, and I do, I am aware that his, one of his triggers to drinking is being alone. And so that was a major worry for me, Mm -hmm. um, is that I wasn't going to be there. And so maybe it would send him into a relapse. Mm -hmm. Anything else? Um, communication issues. Uh, we have totally opposite schedules, so... Um, I knew we weren't really going to be able to talk that much, um, and you know this is all just a new kind of situation. So, okay, what else worried you? Um, my daughter always worries me. <laughs> I, I, I'm always, I'm always worried about her. I don't, I don't like leaving her with other people. I don't. Um, I feel like it's, it's an excessive worry about her safety and health. At, mm-hmm. at all times, there's mm-hmm. no break in it. You should probably map that separately because it <laughs> might it might actually be a little different. Okay, um, but let's just stay focused here. Um, so, what in the past has um, that came up on your map? Um, so, something that came up on my map um, from my past was um, when I was a teenager. My parents uh, divorced with my parents, so um, that was a big one, um, and that caused worry for you. Yes. Yeah. What were you worried about at that time? Um, I was worried about, you know, the future, what was going to happen. Um, it, it turned my belief, my beliefs, my life values upside down. Like, I just, um, yeah, I'm mostly worried about the future. Okay. Anything else come up from the past? Um... <laughs> She's pointing at her map like should I say this? <laughs> and and you don't have to you don't have to share everything. Um so we can go on to did God come up at all in your in your map? Yes, yes he did. Um I the main um issue that came up when I was mapping my relationship with God is trust. Mm-hmm. Um 
And that goes back to just being worried about uh, all these different things is that I'm not trusting God. Mm-hmm. Okay, good. So that was kind of the, the first part of that thought map. And then, you know, we ask you to kind of sit and meditate on that and see if there's connections. Can you share what, what connections you came up with? Yes. So um, one of the big biggest connections that came up in my map, um, there were two, um, trust and control. So the, um, the map, the portion of the map with my history and the, the divorce, um, you know, I lost trust there. Um, I lost trust in my relationship with my boyfriend when we were going through um, everything prior to his sobriety, current sobriety. Um, I lost tr- a lot of trust there, um, not trusting God, and then not trusting anyone with my daughter, basically. Mm-hmm. So lots of lost trust <laughs> that all came together and got connected. Okay. Good. And what was the, the second thing? Oh, the thing? second one was control. Um, that was a really big one. Uh, I, so when, you know, when, when I'm leaving Eliana with someone, like I have no control over what's happening. So that wasn't, that's how it's connected to my daughter. Um, I was totally out of, um, not in control at all of what was happening when I was a teenager with my parents' divorce. It was, um, and then not being able to control any of, um, my boyfriend's actions, um, and his choices. So... Yeah, lots of good, very good. I this was a, a very good focused um, map, and that we like to see that. So when we move into phase two, we are teaching you to organize um, all of these thoughts because what happens when we're uh, they're at the surface, they're kind of, you you can you have a tendency to ruminate and kind of stay in all of the negatives. Yes. So. Um, we, we have nine different categories, but um, you've identified a couple that really stuck out um, in this thought map. What, what came up? Um, the one that, that came up, one of the ones that came up was negative thoughts. Mm-hmm. Um, and the things I listed were uh, negative thoughts about myself and my parenting skills. Um, I, I ruminate on that a lot. Um, uh, anticipating worst case scenarios and um, uh, and judging myself. Mm-hmm. Those were the three main points. Okay. Negative thoughts, yeah. And then um, behaviors and choices, I see. You've- behaviors and choices was another one. Um, the behavior or the choice that I'm making to stay in a, stay in, in my current relationship, um, my choices of, of, uh, you know, how I handle, um, my daughter and who, who watches her. And then, um, my choices of dwelling on and overthinking everything. So did it help to organize them and to, to kind of bite size things that you need to work yes. on? <laughs> <laughs> yes. It, ha- it helps. It helped a lot. It, um, made it feel more manageable. Okay. So what kind of actions, um, are you planning to do, uh, around these things that you've identified? So the actions that I'm, uh, I'm planning for my make, for, uh, for the issue of my negative thoughts is um, just actively choosing not to spend time um, thinking about those things, so not to be so hard on myself, like 
when these th- thoughts come up to try and replace them um, with something positive or, or, or just find the positive in the situation and, and uh, try to think about that instead mm-hmm. um, for the negative thoughts. And then behaviors and choices, um, I've chosen to set healthy boundaries, which is a big one in my relationship, um, and also to... Um, to, to continue to support um, his sobriety and, um, and seeking help. And you also put here uh, to focus on the positive, and I think it's a little different in this area because, you know, there, there's lots of positive aspects of your boyfriend that yes. made you fall in love with him. So, yes. this, so we're talking about the problem, um, but, you know, kind of focusing on, on some of his positive qualities. So good. Absolutely. And then I added... Um, kind of a star here in your grief section. Um, we, we often talk about grief when we lose an animal or lose a family member or a friend to death. Um, but grief, uh, need, you need to grieve when you lose anything. Um, and you lost a, a sense of family when, you know, when your parents divorced. And so kind of taking the time to, to grieve that as a loss rather than just kind of a, an anxiety, which is how you experienced it. Um, and your the expectation of your relationship, um, kind of grieving that that this might be a long road and, and um, those kinds of yes. things. Yes. So we have two worksheets specific for for kind of what has come up. Uh, we call our worksheets choice opportunities. Did you do any choice opportunities related to this map? I did. I did one choice opportunity um, called balanced thinking. Okay. And how did that go? Um, it went really well because uh, it's it looked like I mean it's kind of designed to um, for all or nothing thinking mm-hmm. which I do a lot um, so the one like one example that I that I put on the on the work on the um, choice opportunity would be uh, one either stay in the relationship and keep you know um, giving all different chances and putting up with things that I shouldn't necessarily be putting up with, um, or end the relationship. Mm-hmm. Um, so in the, in the worksheet, it, it brought it together and I was able to come up with something that's more balanced. Mm-hmm. Um, yes, I've chosen to stay in the relationship because of all the positive things. Mm-hmm. Um, but I also, and that's what brought me to the, to the healthy boundaries mm-hmm. is that that's what's, um, what's going to keep me balanced there. Yeah. And have you done the Healthy Boundaries Choice Opportunity Worksheet? No, not yet. Okay. That's a good one um, because it's about protecting yourself. That's what Healthy Boundaries are, protecting yourself. Um, in this case, would be emotionally, right? right. Um, and then the other one that we have uh, that you might benefit from is controlled grief, like actually taking time set aside to grieve um, the loss uh, the, the losses that you have so that you can, because otherwise they come up in other areas of your life. Um, so that's good. That, so that was uh, phase one, two, and three, and you got through that with no problem. <laughs> <Good>. <laughs> and then our, our last phase is we, we focus on your personal vision as it relates to the map. So um, we should have personal visions in, in different areas of our life. Um, relationships, uh, mental health, physical health, spiritual health. Um, and you may add in, you know, career goals or, or those kinds of things. But um, it's really about who you want to be, um, the best version of yourself. 
And so um, share what your personal vision is as it relates to this map. Uh, my personal vision as it relates to this map uh, would be to um, to be a family, to be to have a healthy family relationship um, with my immediate family, my boyfriend and my daughter. Um, and are there any barriers to that? Uh, the addiction. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Um, and so what can you do now? Um, so what I can do now is um, work on the choice opportunity worksheet about healthy boundaries. <laughs> no. <laughs> no, come up with some good, um, come up with some good healthy boundaries um, and to just be a, be a support for the family um, but also just make sure that those boundaries are there so that it's, it's in a healthy way and not just mm-hmm. you know, carrying everything. So this, this personal vision is a little different because we've already talked about we don't have control right. over your boyfriend's um, addiction, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and so we kind of have to have a, a plan for, bo- for both things, whether you can stay in support and whether you can't stay in support. Um, but that doesn't mean that, you know, long-term we can't still have that vision of a, of a family. Um, so we talked about the healthy boundaries. Um, so we may, the reason I went into that is because we may not have actual action plans to get up to that goal because we kind of have to wait and see what happens. Mm-hmm. Um, so anything else you want to share? No, I don't think so. <laughs> Well, thank you so much for being vulnerable and sharing, um, uh, and, and I definitely appreciate it. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for listening. If you would like more information about Choice Mapping, visit our website at www.mentallystrong.com. And remember, you too are mentally strong.